CHH team, welcome back to the CHH podcast where we interview women in Christian music all over the world. We're back with series three. In this episode, we'll be talking with singer songwriter and producer Sarah Natalie, all the way from Florida. We talk about her musical journey as a female producer, as well as some of her musical collaborations, which include Amen Worldwide. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at CHH Podcast and share this with a friend. Sarah, thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad we could get it all worked out. Um, yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Just <laughs> sorry, we had some technical difficulties, but we're all good. It's okay. <laughs> we're good now. <laughs> yeah. I saw you just had a new release. I did. It's a Christmas little single that I put together. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to release anything in December, but I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fun. That's exciting. Um, so Sarah, something that I noticed just kind of about all your profiles, all your bios, it just says, Jesus, I love Jesus. And I think that's something that I think anybody who listens to your music, they would figure that out very quickly. It's something that's very apparent through just the content that you put out um, and through your music. Um, And overall, I'd say you come across as just kind of a joyful person. Um, But I want to know from you, uh, who who is Sarah Natalie? Who who are you? Tell me a little (laughs) bit about yourself. Um. I guess I'll just say. <laughs> I know. Um, question. <laughs> super Twenty-two-year-old girl who likes to make music for the Lord. Um, I spend most of my time in my room recording and singing, but <laughs> I've recently learned how to take care of my voice well. So that's something I wasn't doing for the past two years, but. Thank the Lord that he stopped me on time. So I started warming up and stuff. So I just spent a lot of time singing here in my room. You know, not much goes on in my life. I do this full time. (laughs) But yeah, that's pretty much pretty much who I am. I guess someone who just really loves um, working for the kingdom, I guess. That's a good way to put it. So where where does (laughs) the passion for music come from? Um, so I, I think it's in my blood <laughs> just because, just because, yeah, my dad, he actually, when he wasn't a believer, he, um, was actually a famous like artist in our country, Dominican Republic. Okay. And he was, he was in a group with like his brothers called Los Quentum yeah. and they did like m- merengue and all that stuff. And they were all always like singing and dancing. And so, um, my sister and I, when he came to Christ, like we grew up just loving music because he didn't leave music behind. He just left doing it for the world. Mm. So um, he would always play guitar and sing to us and we yeah. would sing with him <laughs> and he would songwrite in front of us. So I guess we got an interest in songwriting. Yeah. And ever since we were little, we would always like jump on the bed and give a concert like to our <laughs> parents. <laughs> so yeah, yeah um, I guess my love for music has always been like deep within me, you know. And it's just kind of blossomed 
<laughs> yeah, that's so fun. That's so fun to just have that <laughs> dynamic with your parents and just kind of like a creative outlet, you know? But also, yes. it's really cool that you said like you would just be watching him write songs and stuff, you know? I think that's yeah. <laughs> My dad was always with guitar, you know, with a little paper and pencil. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I really admired that about him, even though he wasn't going to put it out anywhere. He would just do it just to do it for him and the Lord. And I think that was the biggest example that I had. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that is really cool. Um, <laughs> so now, I mean, that's blossomed and you're a singer songwriter and a producer and yes. put out a ton of music. I mean, I feel like, so I, I create the playlist, right? Our shape playlist. And I feel like, oh, really? Yeah, I feel like almost every week I find like a new single or like a new collab and I'm like, dang, this girl's popping. She's got so much stuff out. So <laughs> I think it's cool. Um, but yeah. I mean, you said you do it full time. Like, how do you produce so much music? Um, basically, I I always like in my newsletter the other day, I was like, shout out to my planner for keeping me on track. Like <laughs> literally I met that because yeah. my planner, like I put everything in there. I make sure that I like have time management and stuff. So I guess having like a to-do list helps me um, manage like my time. And since I do this full time, I don't really do anything. So in the morning I'll get up, I'll do like my devotionals and stuff like that, eat breakfast, and then I'll just get to work. For the rest of the day until like my family comes home from their jobs and they come home around like five so I have like a full like eight hour shift if you would yeah. say <laughs> like just doing music you know yeah so yeah that's how I I guess I have all the time on my hands to <laughs> yeah. produce and record and all that stuff yeah awesome so I mean what made you like take that step of like I'm gonna do this full-time you know yeah um so definitely the pandemic had a lot to do with it because um I was actually gonna go back to school in August of 2020 yeah but then the pandemic hit and stuff and I was gonna go get my bachelor's and I was like okay I'll just wait a little longer um but then I never went (laughs) because my music my music started taking off and then I was like okay there's so many pros about staying here at home and doing music and focusing on what like the craft that given me and there's a lot of cons about going to school so I kind of like weighed those out (laughs) I weighed those out you know like stress factors anxiety factors time factors just all of that like how it would affect my relationships and so I was like you know what I'm just gonna go with the flow not to say that I won't go back to school one day but for now I'm just gonna do what I'm gonna do like every day what the Lord has for me you know so yeah that's how I kind of fell into this full-time thing (laughs) yeah Yeah. I mean that's cool yeah that's kind of I think when I came across your music too was about that time getting like looking at amen stuff and being like who is who is this girl um (laughs) yeah so which which do you love more um like writing songs or like the actual aspect of like producing them um that's a good question. Um, I think, I guess I'll go like based on which one's less stressful. Okay. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think producing is a lot less stressful than actually writing and recording just because like recording, like 
here at home. It's great. Like in a studio, I'm happy that the Lord like let me do this at home because in a studio you do takes and stuff, but I feel like yeah. you're too shy to tell like the producer, can we do that one more time? <laughs> you know? like, but here you can do it as many times as you want. So like, it's kind of stressful, but <laughs> you know, like I'll take 80 takes and finally get the right one. But for that reason, I think I'll go with producing because I don't have to do like the 80 takes thing, you know, <laughs> you can just kind of get it done. So, And it's like, yeah. if you don't have other people listening to it being like, mm, I don't know about that. Right. One. Right. I would be very like, I think I'd be very like shy in the studio studying and not like really kind of free. So, yeah, I mean, so, yeah. Makes, it makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, since you're at home, can you tell me a little bit about kind of like an overview of your creative process? Yeah. Um, so usually I produce first and then I will write on top of the track. Like I'll put it into my DAW and like record and write on top of that. Um, in the past and like in other interviews, I've heard that like I just kind of like flow and just write, write like as I go. But this year or this the end of the year towards the end of the year I've kind of developed like a passion for checking things twice. If you if you could say. <laughs> so um, I've, I've been wanting to put a little bit more extra um work and more extra you know effort into what I make and what I record just because I want to improve as I go like with time and I want to make things excellent for God because that's what he deserves so I don't want to stay like idle and just do the same thing for like years and years and never get better so lately I've been recording writing as I go but then I go back and make sure that that's the verse that I want to like yeah keep in the song and like if the message is what's truly been on my heart because there comes like the point where you have to like kind of see okay is what I'm seeing what I'm living or is it just like a message and I'm just writing it for the song and it's not actually something that I've experienced or something that I'm feeling or going through in the moment so I always like to check twice to see if the verses um reflect my character and what I've been through in life and what the Lord has put in my heart and in me to share with others yeah so yeah that's basically my creative process okay cool yeah I think that's so I think it's so cool everybody has a different like take on it you know and so I think I find it interesting that you make kind of make the track first and then think of a song because I don't know I feel like I don't know is that easier is that harder you know because I feel like (laughs) I'm thinking about how for me, I would like to think about the lyrics first and then try to make yeah. the song. But yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you find it like easier that way, you know, like just have the kind of overall feel first and then put it um, in. I do find it a lot easier. I've tried for the life of me, like to make a track based off of a song I've already written and I'm like I can't do this like like it's so stressful I'm like where do I start like but when I'm producing and like I just make the track first it just all comes naturally I'm just listening to the music aspect and I was in in band for all middle school and high school so um I was really interested in composition for orchestra and symphony and all that stuff so just kind of making music solely like just the instrumental comes 
very like naturally and it's a big passion of mine so I just kind of flow with the music make you know mix different genres together and then after that I'm like oh like this chorus sounds good (laughs) I make a a whole song out of it so Yeah. yeah that's basically how it goes sometimes I'll write the chorus or bridge like in the shower or something and then I'll hear a track that I've already produced and I'm like oh this sounds good I can match these two together and then I'll write the song based off of that yeah that's pretty cool I think that's awesome (laughs) um what I mean for you what's been your favorite release so far and why um I think definitely my instrumental EPs I know it sounds like super ironic because I sing most of the time, but I really like the expression that there is in using like instruments to create what you feel or what you want to express, you know? Yeah. And so um, I think those would have to be like, I have you and Siki first. And then one that's coming out in April, which is in the mix right now, which is called Keep Me Safe. (laughs) But yeah, um, I think 2022 is going to be um, the best year in music for me, both both instrumentally and singing, songwriting wise, because I'm working with a couple of friends that I'm really excited for. So yeah. (laughs) That's so exciting. Yeah. I, I love your instrumental music. Like, I think it's just really relaxing, but it's also just very well done, I'd say. Because oh, thank you. <laughs> I actually, one of the first times that I, um, I realized that you made, like, lo-fi music was, um, I was listening to this lo-fi playlist, the one by Amen Worldwide, or I think, like, Saint, I think, um, Stephen. And uh, yeah. I had heard a song, but I think I'd heard the song with words in it first. And so I was listening to the song and I'm like, this sounds familiar, you know, or I'll I'll come to a track and be like, wait a minute, Sarah makes like instrumental music. Um, (laughs) But but it's, it's so good. And I was like, dang, I didn't know out there like that, because I think that's the moment I really realized that you produce your own music. Um, Cause I don't, I don't know. I didn't think about it uh, as much, you know, like for indie artists, (laughs) A lot of times they will do their own producing. Um, but like I said, yeah. you do it to um, at a really, really high level. And so I was like, dang, like, this is Thank really good. Thank you so much. <laughs> Praise <laughs> the Lord. Honestly, like, I have, I, I have come a long way and I still have a long way to go. Sure. <laughs> when I first started, it was really hard. And like, I, I listened back to some of the things that I did at the, like, when I started producing in 2018 in November, and it's just so bad. <laughs> I'm gonna go there. <laughs> but yeah, thank the Lord I've, I've improved, but I still have a lot to learn, I think. But thank you so much. <laughs> my mom, whenever I think back to like my stuff, so I, I design, right? And I look back at my old stuff and I'm like, ew. <laughs> my, my, mom goes, my mom always goes, like, you can't do that. I'm like, why? And she's like, because you had to start somewhere, you know, mom's oh, like, yeah. small <laughs> beginnings. And I'm like, that's true. So right. The word yeah. of God says, yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> obviously at CHH, something that we're big on is just supporting, um, and encouraging women, uh, Christian women in the music industry. Right. Because number one, like I, I didn't realize this till I got really involved with CHH, but um, 
And I think it's something that you don't realize because you hear a lot of popular music and you think, oh, like women in music, duh, like female singers. But actually the music industry is run predominantly by men, especially, yeah. especially um, like producers. There's a lot more male producers than female producers. So um, for you, why do you think it's important for women to have a presence in the producing realm and kind of in the music industry at large? Um, I always go back back to like the foundation of why we were created. We were created to help um, biblically, like God created us to help. He created us to have that extra, you know, wisdom. (laughs) And so I believe that it's really important for um, us to be kind of involved in in everything (laughs) because um, we're able to add and we're able to make a if we're able to add or make a suggestion any suggestion um that can help further like the project or can help further what anyone is trying to do I think the Lord put a special grace in women Mm. helps um make things just a little bit extra you know sparkly and special (laughs) and so that's why that it's important for women to have a presence in not only producing and music, but in all arts, because we were created to help. And if we can help make things better, why not? (laughs) So that's why, that's why I think that women should have a presence. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And I really do think it goes back to like the different ways that men and women, um, uniquely kind of image God, you know, like men, men, um, image God in a way that women never can, but we image God in a special way as well. And so it's like, mm-hmm. when you have both in the industry, both in, you know, every aspect of life, you get almost like a more complete view, you know? Yes. Yes. Of, <laughs> we compliment each other. That is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, what would you say to, women who are wanting to start writing songs or wanting to get into producing? Yeah, um, I definitely would say to go for it. I started with no equipment. I started with recording on my iPhone and uploading it to my laptop and converting it to MP3 because, you know, iPhone voice recordings, like they're an M4A. You have to to convert it to MP3. So I would convert it to MP3 and I'd drag it and I'd edit them in a way that I thought sounded good. Sound good. (laughs) But yeah, I started and now by the grace of God and by people who have helped me and believed in my gift, I'm here now. And so I would say to just start and don't be intimidated like by others or what you see on, on social media or like numbers and all that stuff, you know, Spotify rap just came out and all these numbers come out and people get intimidated or they feel less of, or like they can't, but no, like the Lord has placed in you a special gift that only you can um, do only you can put that out and yeah. and I think it's just special like I heard in one of the interviews that you guys did a while back where um was it meet true or or off music yeah. anyway they said you like there's space for you yes that like, was they, awesome. and I was like yes girl (laughs) um but there's there is space and I think that that's something really important that everyone needs to remember that 
there's space for everyone to create and we're a body of Christ and we all come together and work together to spread and I think it's just beautiful like I would just say don't be intimidated by what you have just start with what you have Mm -hmm. do what you can and yeah the Lord will take you like if you have a heart of worship behind it and a heart of genuine sincerity where you just want to serve um the Lord will make sure that he takes you higher you know the word says like humble yourself and he will exalt you and so yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> exactly. No, I think that's so good. And I actually was inspired by by Offs too when she said that. I was like, that's so good because it's, I mean, we live in a world of social media, right? We live in a world where we can see everything everybody's doing, you know, everything, mm-hmm. just what people want yeah. us to see and what we want others to see. Mm-hmm. And so it's so easy to get wrapped up in Oh, they just, you know, released this new song. I'm yeah, sure it's comparison. So, yeah, I'm sure it's so I mean, honestly, it's exhausting, you know, if we allow mm-hmm. that to to get to ourselves. So Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's great advice. Um <laughs> and so in addition to, I mean, just releasing a lot of music, you also have a lot of collabs kind of across the globe, including working with Amen Worldwide. And now working on their, I mean, back in August, <laughs> you, you released Rejoice, right? With Asha and with Rebecca. And it's yeah. absolutely fire. So we love that. <laughs> and we love getting in chat with y'all. It was so good. Um, and if you missed that chat, you can go back to our Instagram um, and just check it out because it was so good. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Amen's working on their all-female project, Songs for the People. So shout out to Steven. Um Obviously, we're pumped. We love what we're hearing so far. And we talked about it on our on our live. But um, can you tell me from your perspective, just a little bit more about number one, working with Amen, how that was, um, and then also just working on an all female project? Yeah, um, so Amen Worldwide, uh, there's not really like a, a big team behind it. They're all, you know, our, our brothers and sisters, but Stephen and um Paul and Praise are the ones that I encountered first <laughs> like that had to do with the whole you know label and stuff but they're very down-to-earth people very like you wouldn't even think that they they're like up there or anything they're so humble they're so willing to serve and that was something that really caught my attention with the kind of people that they are they really represent Christ in a beautiful way and I'm honored to call them mine. <laughs> like, you know? yeah. um, I think that, um, you know, here in my, here in my community, I have friends, but not really like close friends that I can um, go to from having a problem. And even though, you know, those kinds of friends where you don't talk to them for a long time, but when you talk to them, it's like, you never stop talking. Yes. Well, that, that's how I, that's how I feel with them. And I feel so comfortable to just kind of approach them whenever I need to. And, um, pray for them. Like if I need prayer, if they need prayer, it's just kind of that relationship. And so, um, it's never felt like a business deal. Like it's never felt like that. It's always felt like family. And, um, I always just enjoyed, um, talking to them above anything else and having a, a friendship with them above, you know, working with them or anything. So, yeah, it's just, I guess the work and the projects that come out of it are a result of friendship. 
and brotherhood and sisterhood. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So uh, (laughs) the female project was really interesting when it was presented to all of us. So we were all put in a little group chat on Instagram and then we had like a little Zoom meet and it was so fun. I had so much fun meeting all of the women in there, like the beautiful women of God. (laughs) Yeah. And um, we just got together on Discord and like we were put in groups and we made songs together. So it was pretty like a quick process. And um, I know some of the girls are working on their songs still. Um, But yeah, it was pretty like easy, really like not stressful at all. Actually, like it was just fun. It was just like a it was like a school project, you would say. Like, you know, when you get, <laughs> you know, when the teacher's like, okay, today's working on your project time. Like, yeah, class. yeah. you're going to have the whole period to work on your project. <laughs> it was kind of like that where we got up, like, you know, we were like all together, just talking, yeah. having fun, putting things together, <laughs> yeah. you know, putting stickers everywhere. And so it was kind of like that. It was, it was really fun. And um, I don't know, like, again, like for me, it never feels like, like work it never feels like business it, it just always feels like fellowship and just creating like it's yeah. all, all what we were all made to do so it just feels fun yeah, I think <laughs> but yeah that was my experience good good yeah I love how you described it like it's it's like it doesn't feel like business it feels like family mm-hmm. it feels like fellowship yeah. I think it's so special you know and I, I imagine like so rare in the music industry like mm-hmm. at large you know what I mean and I think that's something mm-hmm very unique that we get to have as believers if we choose to make it that way you know to have that that community and I think it's it's so important you know to have those people around you Mm -hmm. to be like oh that sounds great you know like oh yeah yeah, I love the way that you do that and to just to just support (laughs) and encourage each other I mean that's why like that's why Shady is even here you know to kind of be that backbone (laughs) especially for for women Um, yes (laughs) yeah but I think that's so cool um okay this is kind of random but I noticed that on some of your album art you put like a holy spirit advisory and number one I just think that's like so funny I think that's so just like fun but I'm so can you tell me a little bit about like kind of where that idea came from yeah so um in high school I always used to listen to kind of like R&B music like because I wasn't I was kind of far from the Lord to be honest (laughs) I went to church but I didn't have a like relationship with the Lord like a deep one and so I would always be listening to R&B music you know the explicit content stuff (laughs) and not not too bad I don't want anyone thinking that I was listening like yeah in the club like no (laughs) 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 was listening to that but you know girls like Keanu Lede and um and stuff like that so um I was listening to them and stuff and then the first time I decided to put that on an album or like a release was on Heal Our Land and I started to have a deep relationship with Christ like 2018 beginning 2019 and so Heal Our Land came out in 2020 though so that was like a year later and I remembered I was like wait Back in the day, <laughs> when I used to listen to that music, like they had like the little explicit content thing. I was like, what if I make it for the Lord? <laughs> and so I was like, what can I put here? Like, you know how it has little like three lines of um words. And so I kind of came up with like the Holy Spirit advisory, Jesus content um thing. 
Yeah. And yeah, that's what that's how it came about because I, I remembered that I used to see that all the time. Yeah. And I was like, why like why don't we have like a cool thing that we put on our real? album cover? <laughs> you, know, you know like yeah. let me do it <laughs> so, so I did <laughs> exactly yeah I remember yeah. one time I think I commented like yeah Holy Spirit advisory because I just think it's so funny <laughs> but I mean you're right um so do you make your own album art then I do I okay. do I use Pixart and Visco <laughs> and InShot just some apps on my phone yeah. I take the pictures on my phone and then I edit them on my phone and yeah, we got it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I usually, I usually make them very simple. Again, do what you can, what you have. Ladies. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Um, so I also, I saw you, I mean, you have a website and you put out um, weekly, is it weekly newsletters or? Yeah. Weekly. Yeah. So um, we get them at CHH. And I saw in your latest newsletter, you were talking about just kind of the struggle of like spiritual dryness, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of mm-hmm. also falling into just seeing our time with God as just kind of like something to check off, something to kind yeah. of get out of the way. And I, I can definitely relate to that. Also, when you talked yeah. about um, you would read back your journals and you'd always be just like apologizing to the Lord, like, I'm sorry, God, it'll get better. You know, I... I'm definitely the same way, um, especially <laughs> God. And so, um, you know, I feel like it's kind of this cycle, unfortunately, that we can fall into um, as believers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to know, what do you think are some practical ways that we can fight against that tendency to, as you said, you said to just do our devotional time in the morning and then just call it a day? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for relating. Like, I'm so happy that I'm not alone. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and thank you for reading. <laughs> but I honestly, it was a realization that it didn't hit me like, until I really decided I was like, okay, no, like, stop, Sarah, stop making excuses. Stop trying to think about other things. Because I think often more often than not, we are thinking about spending intimate time with the Lord. And we're like, no, like, I want to do that, you know, because our spirit is crying out for it. Like, it's like, spend time with yeah. Jesus, please. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so um, I think more often than not, we're thinking about it, but there's so many distractions in life and so many things that we are always focused on that we for- forget in a way, but we don't forget. Right. We forget get but we don't forget it's like in the back of our minds and so we just try to think about other things and so I think more than a reminder more than like a to-do list having it written down somewhere I think we just need to learn how to listen to our spirits better our hearts like what is my spirit needing today and then actually take care of it like if you were to work out you know like oh like I want to work out because I want to be healthier well like I want to spend time with the Lord because I want my spirit to be my cup to be full you know and so and on top of that like we all know that we're in the end times here (laughs) I'm not trying to be left behind Lord. (laughs) You you know and so I want to make sure that I am fully in tune with the Holy Spirit and fully in tune with Jesus and what he's trying to tell me and like just having that time with him and 
we're so privileged to live how we live. Like when I think about third world countries and people who are being persecuted for their faith, it just makes me feel so ungrateful and so like not very good at managing my time, you know, because then I'm like, (laughs) then I'm like, why, why do I act like I have no time to spend with the Lord when these people are like, running running for their lives you know and or the children who don't have food who are still happy and joyful and then I think I'm like I'm so privileged here like I should I should be all the time on my knees thanking God for where he has me and the way that I'm allowed to live and all that stuff and so I think it's just being more aware like turning that switch on in our minds to say like no like to crucify our flesh because daily we have to do that and I think that that our flesh is what is making us forget or be distracted about spending time with the Lord but we have dominion and power over our faith no I'm going to spend intimate time with the Lord at the feet of Jesus in worship and in prayer and like my flesh isn't going to stop me. Like we are our biggest enemy, ourselves, our minds, our distractions are our biggest enemies. And so I think having that authority and like that switch turned on to be like, no, today I'm going to spend intimate time with the Lord because, you know, it's a daily thing and crucifying our flesh is daily. So I think um, it's really hard. Yeah. Like as humans, because we're all, flesh as you know natural born sinners and so we want to be distracted we want to think about other things we'd rather play that game we'd rather watch that movie we'd rather go hang out with those friends instead of spending time with the one who woke us woke us up this morning who gave us breath who is allowing us to do all those things who gave us eyes to see who gave us hands to touch and all of this stuff you know it's just if he was a person and you saw him sitting in the corner of the room, just feeling like abandoned, like you don't pay attention to him mm-hmm. and you getting ready, like getting all your stuff and then just leaving while he's there, like, okay, I guess tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> like that breaks my heart. And I'm like, yeah. no, Jesus, <laughs> you know, no, you know I, I do want to make time for you. I do want time with you. And so just thinking of it like that, you know, I think instead of him just being like a, a business manager where he's sitting at a desk and he's all good. Like he has other employees to take care of him. Like I don't have to spend time with him. Other people are doing that for me. You know, like, you know, like, no, think of him as a, as he was on earth. Like when Jesus was on earth, he had no home. He had no place to lay his head, you know? And that's how he wants us to see him, to see him like he's here, like approachable and here for us to spend time and all the things that he did, the sacrifices that he made while he was here, you know, of course he is the King of Kings and he has a crown on his head right now. I'm so happy about that. (laughs) But but, um, yeah, I think definitely like we often think that Jesus is good. Like he doesn't need me to spend time with him. Like, or I don't need to spend time with Jesus, like vice versa, you know, but we really do like, and he does need us to spend time because we were created to be with him and we were made in his image. And so yeah. And <laughs> that was a lot. I'm sorry. No, no, don't apologize for talking about the Lord, please. please. Um, no, like one time. So first of all, I love the kind of stopping to imagine like, okay, if Jesus 
if I could see Jesus and see how I'm treating him, you know, he would be sitting in my quiet time spot, like waiting for me. And I actually have, that's happened to me before where I was, I was like grabbing my stuff to leave my room and had to spend time with the Lord that day. And all of a sudden was like, what if I could see him? And I'm like, oh my gosh, my heart just like broke. And, and like, uh, the, the other day, I mean, I had a friend, right. And we had plans to go get lunch. Right. And, uh, this person ended up canceling on me and I was so upset. I was like, why, like, why would they, you know, like, why would they cancel their plans with me? And then I was getting upset and I was talking to my husband about it. And then he was like, yeah. And then all of a sudden I feel like God was like, now you know how it feels, you know? And I was like, Ooh, Ooh, wow. That's right. You know? And I, cause I'm so quick to be like, well, why'd they do that to me? And God's like, why do you do that to me? You know, not to condemn, he's not condemning and shaming me for it, but he's like, like, like you said, like welcoming us. He's inviting us, you know, you You know, I want to spend time with you too. (laughs) Yeah. Because he wants to spend time with us. And so, yeah, it's a two way street, you know, our relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, thank you for sharing. It, it It was very powerful. I, I really enjoyed reading that in your newsletter. So Oh, uh, praise the Lord. Yeah. And I'm happy that it could, it could, you know, help or encourage someone because absolutely. I always want to be vulnerable. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, you know, I'm perfect. Everything's good. I don't, I spend right. time with the Lord. This is how I make my songs. Like, no, <laughs> it's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes I have, I go through dry seasons as well and seasons where I just don't want to do anything right. spiritual, you know, but that's where I have to stand up and crucify my flesh. Yeah. It's really a discipline. It's a spiritual discipline mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, so, and I always see like in all of this stuff, you're always tweeting about, or, or you have like on your captions, you have a scripture. Right. And I'm like, dang, like this girl definitely is like reading her Bible, you know, or she like knows, <laughs> knows her Bible. So like, what would you say are some scriptures you feel like God had, God is using to, encourage you with kind of during this season of life? Yeah. So I have been reading the old Testament <laughs> lately the old Testament. and I, yeah, I'm almost <laughs> done. So it was like a year plan for the old Testament. Okay. Um, basically. Cause I read the new Testament last year, like in a plan. And then I was like, let me do an old Testament plan this year. It's definitely so I, <laughs> yeah. So, like so I've just kind of been right. Yeah. <laughs> so I've just kind of been um really getting to know God's character more through the Old Testament because it's really obvious in there and just who he is and how he is you know because the New Testament we talk about um Jesus has sacrificed the story of the Lord um Paul you know blesses us with them letters (laughs) of how to live you know (laughs) But, but the Old Testament we get to see like things that happened real or you know in the time in the old times where these are actually things you know history we can learn from as well like it's not that it's old and that it's not living anymore like it's still edifying today and we can still learn from these stories and these things that happen today and so I've been learning a lot about God's character and I've just been like wow God (laughs) like I can't be mad at you like sometimes God is 
strong with us. Like sometimes he's a little bit like a like a father, you know, like sometimes yeah. he's disciplinary, sometimes he's authoritative, but for some reason I've never been mad that he punishes me in some way or teaches me in some way like it can be the worst thing that happens to me and I'll be just be like okay god I'm sorry (laughs) because like because his character makes me want to love him and exalt him anyways even if even if he uses the worst possible way to punish me or like teach me something I'm like okay yeah you're right You you know and um so I've just been learning a lot about his character and um a lot of the time I find myself in a mindset where I'm just like, okay, like, like I just have to put on my batteries. Like in Spanish, we say, you know, <laughs> you know, which means put on your batteries, which means like, go, go, it's time, it's time to go, you know? So yeah. sometimes I find myself and I'm just like, no, it's just me. Like, I just have to put on my batteries <laughs> and do what I need to do, you know? Um, but I guess the scripture that's been really ministering to me in this time of like, like what I spoke about yesterday, um, I, I included it. It was Hosea. I was reading the book of Hosea and how he went to retrieve Gomer, his wife, even though she was being a prostitute and she was, you know, like sleeping around with all these other men and like having children with all these other men. But the Lord told Hosea, like, no, like, go back, buy her back for 15 pieces of silver, whatever, like, he paid, and, like, love her again, like, try to renew that love her and that covenant that you guys made in marriage, you know, and he, what he was trying to do was he was trying to um, portray the image of him and his children, you know, his church, and how we can sometimes go and prostitutionize ourselves with other things you know (laughs) like like other idols and other things maybe it's school maybe it's work maybe it's a relationship but the lord always comes back with his faithful love and compassion and mercy to retrieve us and buy us back and love us again and renew his covenant and so just god's faithfulness and mercy and love for us has been really like lifting me up and strengthening me and encouraging me to come back again. And the thought of like the prodigal son as well. And I'm like, wow, no matter how many days I've been away from the house of the Lord, his arms are open still. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to take advantage and be like, oh, okay, well, I'll be back in a thousand days. Then. <laughs> you know, like, like oh, but it just, it makes me see how really, passionate and loving he is and it just makes me not want to take advantage of that and be like you know like I'm just I'm gonna give myself to you as well Lord like because you're giving yourself to me no matter how many times I've been unfaithful and like rude and all this stuff you know and so that's what's been really encouraging me to like come back to the Lord and have that intimate time with him so yeah well thank you for sharing Yeah, I, I, I definitely I love just like hearing what God's doing in other people's lives, you know. And, and it's cool when it kind of like coincides with yours too. I feel like right. that's a funny way of doing that, you know, connecting people through Yeah. Um Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, cool. So, um a little bit of a shift, but you you said 
in the beginning, you are going to release, you're excited for this next year, right? 2022. Amen. And it's going to be the best year for you. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about like what we can look forward to hearing from you um, in the future? Yeah. Um, so I am really excited. I did have a, I'll kind of walk you through to, through what I like was planning for the next year but I had a release in January it was a completely Spanish like fully Spanish song it was my first Spanish single that I was gonna yes yes yes. but (laughs) I took it down from stores because I felt like the Lord was leading me to just put out worship covers in January so in January um we have like a prayer month in my church and yeah. like a fast, a 21 day fast. So I was like, okay, Lord, like, I was like, I don't want to take down the song, but I did. <laughs> it was set to release January 7th, but it's not going to be that day anymore. It's going to release sometime in March. Okay. Um, but in January, I'm going to be doing some worship covers on YouTube. And then in April, I have a lo-fi EP coming out, um, four yeah. songs, Keep me <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of want to make it like a yearly thing. Like we had, I have you in 2020 and then seek you first in 2021 and then 2022 will be yeah. keep me safe. But yeah, we have that coming out. And then what I'm really excited about is, <laughs> I don't know if I want to share this because okay. I don't know, I want to be respectful of like the other artists, but yeah. I, I'm going to share anymore. I think he'll be okay with it. <laughs> I'm working with Wes Harris to make an EP. Nice. Well, it's kind of like, I think it's turning into an album because we're on six songs already. And these songs are some of the songs that I'm most proudest of. Like, I love them the most because they're authentic. I feel like they're most the most vulnerable music that I've ever made. And so I'm really excited to share that. And I just want to drop it already. But I need to record my verses. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I have planned so far. So far. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah, we can't wait to hear it. Everybody, <laughs> you can find her on all the streaming platforms, yes, and YouTube, <laughs> and probably anywhere. So, yeah. <laughs> listen to her stuff. It's great. Um, <laughs> and this is this last question here is a classic CHH question. Um, yeah. We want to know, what do you want your legacy to be? Oh, <laughs> um, legacy is a big word. I know. But I'm going to try to try my best to answer. <laughs> um, I guess, honestly, I I was thinking is, I have like a little question book. It's called like 3,000 questions about me. And one of the questions I was doing it with my sister while we went to go eat sushi the other day. <laughs> and one of the questions were like, what would be the thing that people remember you by? Mm-hmm. And so she answered, you know, like her poems, like her, I was like, I think it'd be for you, like your personality and all your joy. <laughs> and she'd be, for me, it'd be my music. And I was like, yeah, because it's going to stay there forever. <laughs> you know, like, it's never going to go there. But right. I was thinking um, more than like my music, I feel like I, I want to be known like what we all want to be known for, which is, loving the Lord, you know, and like spreading his message and being a servant and a disciple. I think Paul used the word duolos, which is like a servant of Christ. And it's just, it means like literally leaving everything behind and 
um, serving word. And so I think that's what I want my legacy to be. Um, like many of us, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I mean, I think it brings it full circle, right. To the very first thing we discussed is I said, how do you describe yourself? And you're like a girl who makes music for the kingdom, you know? And so <laughs> what, what better legacy to have than a faithful servant of the Lord, you know? So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, I'm so excited to see just how you grow in this next um, this next year and the upcoming months. And yeah, I mean, we always we always look forward to your stuff at CHH. We're always a fan. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Hannah. All my love. I wish I could hug you, but I know one day, one day, one day. Thank you so much. It was so fun talking to you. (laughs) All right. Well, see you soon. Hi, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, make sure to leave a like rating wherever you're listening to this and to follow us on Instagram at shehhpodcast.